Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's in the morning, it's a new day, because you live and breathe in May. It's a new dawning, brand new mercy, yesterday's gone. And thank you for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Tester. So why do people continue to use drugs? A key characteristic of drug addiction is that the individual suffering from it continues to use despite harmful consequences. But why is that? Why would they want to continue to harm themselves, even if they know it could kill them in many cases? Well, we're going to look at five reasons why addicts suffer from addiction and why this happens and um, some of the signs that may be quite obvious. Our break today is brought to you by, our music break today is brought to you by Jay Carter. He is available on Reverb Nation. He's also on Twitter and Facebook, so be sure to check him out on Twitter at twitter.com, Carter 1976 On Twitter, he is Carter 1976 On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Jerome dot Carter dot And of course, we want you to follow us as well on Twitter, you guys know that I am at Dr. Angela Chester. I am Dr. Angela Chester. If you want to follow me on Facebook, you have two options. You can follow my page at Dr. Angela Chester. That's right. It's always Dr. Angela Chester. Or you can follow the show very specifically, and that is Modern Living Online. Modern Living Online, and that is our Facebook handle. So let's go on and get started. Five reasons we are looking at folks that are addicted to drugs and what's what's going on, what is happening and why do they do it? Well, one reason um, that that people stay on drugs is due to self-medication. Now, we've had this conversation, you know, with people before. You've heard people have this conversation before and they would rather self-medicate than take pharmaceuticals. They would rather, you know, get a a little hit of this or a little fix of that as opposed to going to like an MD and getting a prescription. Many people feel that they are able to control whatever is going on themselves. Now, unfortunately, we know that many times trying to do it yourself is not the best thing to do. Self-medication includes the use of not only drugs, but of alcohol. So we want to um, just do a very, very quick reminder that it's okay to reach out to a professional. It's okay to reach out to someone and say, you know, I think that I am drinking more than than I really should. I'm drinking more than I was maybe last time this year, even last month. 
you know, uh, I, I just can't seem to get things under control. It's okay to reach out. You are not by yourself. There are millions of other people that need to reach out, that have reached out, and you are not going to be the first. You're definitely not going to be the last. Now, unfortunately, over time, our brains do change if you are a heavy drug user or if you are a heavy drinker. It adjusts to the consumption of whatever it is that you are putting in your body. And many times that can result in paranoia, in anxiety, in irritability, in uh, forgetfulness. There's just so, there's so many things. So I want you to remember that self-medication is not necessarily the way to go, okay? Now, when it comes to the words self and medication, I want you to think I'm going to take my medication myself that my doctor has prescribed for me. That is safe self-medication. Number two is stress. You'll be surprised at what stress will make you do. But there is solid evidence between uh, stress and motivation and addiction. There are so many people out there that are experiencing various forms of stress, and they are turning to various forms of um, drug use. Um, now, drug use, in this instance, I am putting them all together. Just so that you know, we're we're not just talking about marijuana or uh, heroin or meth or alcohol. I'm talking about every single thing that you would use or that one would consider to be a drug. That even uh, as far as being an addiction to a particular drug, that could even mean those pharmaceuticals that your doctors. Hey, you're addicted to Vicodin. You know, you you like the way it feels, and your doctor. Um, gave you a prescription and you've gotten a refill, listen, be careful. If you are no longer in pain, you no longer need to be taking it. But Dr. Angela, I am stressed. And when I take the Vicodin, it makes me feel better. Listen, I do not want for you to get yourself into addictive behaviors because you are having a real tough time with your life right now. Many times we get, um, or people get addicted to a particular drug because of some childhood experiences, because they are stressed out about the things that are going on, on in their life. Perhaps your marriage is going sour, or perhaps you have witnessed, or you are being sexually abused. Uh, it could be so many things. Your work could be um, flying you all around the country and you just wanna stay home for one weekend. Or maybe you're trying to have a baby, you're trying to get pregnant, and you just can't seem to quite get that right. There are so many reasons as to why we are stressed out, and there's so many reasons as to why someone is choosing the drugs that they are choosing. But understand that when you can control the stress, you can control your options for dealing with that stress. Now, dealing with stress is a whole different podcast, and you guys know that I'll be happy to do a podcast on stress, but be careful because stress is a very interesting beast there and it can get you to places where you really don't want to deal with. The next is finances. The next one is finances. People are doing drugs because of finances. Now, we do know um, that there is a an interesting um, 
what would you call that, a study that has been done that we notice that finances and high and low have a direct impact on whether or not people um, consume or use or become addicted to certain drugs. So we're not looking at this, whether or not you live in Beverly Hills or if you live in the hood, we're just talking about drugs um, very broadly. Um, finances will affect your a person's use. Now, if the cost becomes extremely high, we notice that um, a certain demographic is no longer addicted to that particular drug because they can no longer afford to use that drug and they go to a drug that they can use. Um, we've also noticed that if a drug is extremely affordable, then that drug can be used across the board. Now, do not think that certain demographics use certain drugs more or less than another demographic just because they have access to it. Because guess what? Rich folks, um, and if I, let, let's be frank here, okay? Let's be open. Rich folks, poor folks smoke weed, right? You have folks that are trying to do the high end of cocaine or the low end of cocaine. People are going to be addicted to what they choose to be addicted to. People are going to use what they are choosing to use according one reason, according to their finances. So we need to look at how can we help people according to their finances, not be addicted to the drugs that are readily available in their neighborhoods and make sure that across the board there are programs to equally help people regardless of their income. Now, we need to take a very short break, but when I get back, we are going to continue our conversation on why do people continue to use drugs and what are some of the signs. We are about to go to musical break, and this is brought to you by Jay Carter. He's available on Reverb Nation. He's on Twitter as JJCarter1976 and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jerome.Carter.393. We'll be back. That was Jay Carter, and we hope that you are enjoying our musical selections that we are bringing to you. It is all about diversity. It is all about sharing the various musics that are from around the world. Why? Because we have an international audience. We are not just dealing with one group of folks. We are dealing with a little bit of everybody and I love it. So I would like to take a moment to, of course, acknowledge my international audience. Um, I always give you our top five uh, countries that are um, represented in our in our geography of our audience. And number one is, um, and I have to give a special shout out to Hoo-Ha, number one, the United States of America. Thank you, home country. I do appreciate your love and your support. Number two this week is Germany. Thank you so much, Germany, for coming in the number two spot. Number three is Hong Kong. Thank you, Hong Kong. Number four, 
are our neighbors to the north, and that is Canada. Thank you so much, Canada. And in number five, wrapping it up nice and neatly, are my neighbors from across the pond, the UK. Thank you so much for spending time with me here on Modern Living with Dr. Angela. Now, again, that does not discount anybody else. We have some new folks that have joined the listening pool. For example, Botswana is now here and Uganda is here. We are so happy that Malaysia and Indonesia are listening in. Thank you so much as well. And all of the various other countries like Poland that are here. We appreciate each and every one of you. So we are talking about dealing with drug use and what's going on with folks when they are dealing with drugs and why. Why are they? Why are they doing it? So number four. Number four is genetic predisposition. Now, I know that that's a word that many times people have heard kind of thrown around and it makes you feel kind of fancy because it rolls off your tongue like that. But you have a genetic predisposition in it. And with this genetic vulnerability, um, some people have a very, very tough time resisting the urge, okay? And we need to um, realize that for some people, this is not just something to them, it is something that they feel that they cannot do without, that it is not optional for them. So, for example, if your parents, one of your parents drank, there's a high probability that you would want to drink too. Did one of your parents do drugs? Drugs, and there's a high probability that you would want to do drugs too. We know that, for example, heavy drinking causes major changes in the brain. That we know that some of the behaviors that our parents have um, are passed on and learned from children. Um, we know that genetically, depending on the drug of choice, that it can alter who we are. So come on, folks. We want you to be as responsible as you can be for yourself and get the help. Now, I know it's going to be hard. I know that it may be difficult. I know that you are struggling right now, but it's okay to reach out and say, I need some help. Last but not least, number five is immediate gratification. You want to get it over this pain that you're feeling. You want to get it over with. You want to be able to feel want to feel good, right? You're tired of feeling bad. And I understand. I understand that. But we know the harm that can come from that immediate gratification. And many times that immediate gratification is not worth the long-term damage that you are doing not only to your body, but perhaps to yourself as far as have you done any other action that is going to cause you to regret your delay, your immediate gratification. Um, I hope that I have helped give a little bit of an insight into why some people do drugs the way that they do. If you would like to um, get help um, with your addiction, please, please, please reach out to a drug treatment center that is in your neck of the woods. Um, talk to your MD and say, you know, I think I'm having some problems what would be the best thing to do, and they can give you a referral that perhaps even your insurance 
will cover it. There are even some programs that are free. Check with your local or county uh, social services department if necessary. Uh, go to your county hospital and ask if there's someone there that can help us if there's someone that they can refer you to. Well, thanks, you guys, for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. I hope that, as always, may the Lord continue to shine his face upon you. May you receive his grace and his mercy in all that you do. And, yes, there is help for you. And remember that God loves you. Until next time, everyone, have an awesome week. Bye-bye.